We'd like to welcome you back to our current event in weekly Bible study, to part two, <clears throat> for June 7th, 2015. Next report is Obama admits climate change regs in Obama trade as well. In an interview on NPR's Marketplace on June 3rd, <clears throat> President Obama said that enforcing climate change regulations will indeed be part of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. So again, this is the legislation that you can't read. No, nobody except the highest level already sold out politicians can read it <clears throat> in a sealed secret room and can't make copies. But he is, he is giving this much away, is that yes, climate change regulations will indeed be part of this uh, treaty, this Trans-Pacific Partnership. The Obama Trade Pact, which is basically another name for it, <clears throat> the Obama Trade Pact that he is currently negotiating with Malaysia and 10 other countries, um, on that point he said, if we want to solve something like climate change, which is one of my highest priorities, oh yeah, I bet it is, every satanic devil in high places seems to be just really so unbelievably concerned about, quote, climate change. You know, and knowing that they're the ones that are spraying the chemtrails and have all of these abilities to manipulate weather through harp, scalier energy, and through various things like hurricane abatement and or hurricane creation and things of this nature to create earthquakes, things of this nature that have been well known for, for decades, much of this stuff. But they're so concerned about climate change, even though they're the ones that, that have, have been behind so much of, of, as far as horrific weather patterns, or creating droughts like they're doing in California, which is all man-made by design. And we're going to be looking at that as well. <clears throat> so he says, I've got to be able to get into places like Malaysia. You see, Obama's got to be able to get into these countries. And to say to them, this is in your interest, because devil boy knows better, evidently. What leverage do I have to get them to stop deforestation? Because, you know, everybody's against deforestation. I mean, obviously, yes, okay. But see, that's the excuse he's using. He doesn't care. They don't. None of them care about any of this stuff. Like they, they, you know, care about that. They care about imposing their own agenda and control, power. He says, "Well, part of the leverage is if I'm in a trade relationship with Malaysia, that allows me to raise standards." Oh, because we know he's so concerned again about all this garbage. In December, Obama will negotiate a multi-country climate agreement in Paris. So that's coming up in December. We already know, and then they're having the Bilderberg Conference, I believe, I don't know if it's right now or going on this week or whatever, where they're going to make all kind of other draconian decisions regarding this as well. We already know from Obama's joint announcement with China that he will commit the United States to a huge reduction in carbon emissions of 26 to 28% from 2005 levels. Okay, so that means that they're going to probably really start targeting automobiles and whatever supposedly would be putting out this carbon dioxide. Uh, <clears throat> so who knows what's coming regarding that. And then he says, but he will let China, already a much larger carbon emitter, continue to expand its carbon emissions until 2030. You know, it's only going to be against America where we're going to have the most severe restrictions and and these types of things. Obama would not need to get the Congress to approve the Unfair Climate Change Treaty 
terms that he negotiates. Of course, because he's going to be ruling by decree, um, because he that's what he wants to be, is a, is a total dictator. Instead, he could get the commission set up by the, tra- the TPP agreement to add those terms to the Trans-Pacific Partnership, okay, where he could bypass Congress, he could bypass the Senate, he wouldn't need anything like that. He could just rule by decree as a dictator. After that, the investor state dispute settlement provisions set up by that TPP agreement could then enforce Obama's terms through the threat of multi-billion dollar fines um, by the U.S. government. So that's um, that's what they're planning. That's what it it looks as though is going to be approved by the the Congress and Senate, and and so it's really going to get really super bad from a big brother standpoint everything that i am seeing is pointing to that and again it is good to pray against it now i understand we are we are a nation that's aborted you know at least in the abortion clinics you know they're they're saying what 60 million babies why i think it's probably much higher and then you have the fact that most contraception like the pill or the patch and these types of things, one of the ways they work is through abortifactive measures, meaning you can get pregnant, conceive as a child, but what the pill and the patch and those hormonal birth controls will do is they will not allow successful implantation of a fertilized um, embryo into the uterine wall. So you abort your own baby, you just never knew about it. That can occur over and over and over again from a woman that is on birth control. Okay, How many more millions, if not billions of children? Because most, most women aren't going out there getting abortions every week, but they might be on the pill for years. Who knows how many babies they aborted over the course of a lifetime? Who knows? Could it be 20, 30, 50, 60? Are those babies that you aborted because you were on the pill any less important in God's eyes? Oh, that's something you never hardly hear anybody talk about, what I just brought up. Birth control, the pill, the patch, those types of hormonal birth controls are one of the ways they work. They are abortifactive in nature. So you can get pregnant, but you abort the baby because it has no place it can implant successfully in the uterus creates an inhospitable environment in the uterus so from a judgment standpoint we are ripe for judgment so god has held back his hand of judgment for a long time uh i'm not saying he couldn't continue to press this stuff back but at some point because we know the word of God is true, we know that we're going to have a one-world government, one-world political system, one-world economic system, one-world religion under Antichrist and false prophet, this stuff is going to move forward from a biblical standpoint at some point. And it's probably going to be in the very near future from all indicators that I'm seeing here. In earnest, between now and, in, like I said, the first part of October, potentially some really bad stuff coming down. Recent headlines read, now again, so we're talking about climate change and this global warming. So how are they fudging the numbers? Well, NOAA, this just came out this week. This was a headline, headline, major headline. 
NOAA fiddles with climate change data to um, erase the 15-year global warming, quote, hiatus. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration scientists have found a solution to the 15-year, quote, pause in global warming. Meaning there hasn't been any global warming in 15 years. If anything, there's been global cooling. We've had some of the coldest winters on record. I mean, I'm here in June in North Carolina, and the other night we had, we had several nights in June that were in the 50s at night. That's not normal. And I mean, I've been up here now, it's my fifth year, and it's like, man, I mean, it wasn't that cool when we were moving up here. I mean, wow, that's pretty heavy duty. Anyway, what they did to compensate for this 15-year pause in global warming is they adjusted, quote, adjusted this hiatus, this global warming pause, this hiatus in warming out of the temperature record. They just adjusted it out of the temperature record. They just basically fudged and manipulated and lied about the data that was most likely indicating global, global cooling. Well, we've got to convince everybody the global, the, the polar ice caps are, are melting away to nothing. Okay, well, then why isn't Florida underwater? Just feet above sea level in many parts. Why isn't it, why aren't parts of Florida totally underwater yet? If the polar ice caps are wasting away to nothing. Well, just because. Just shut up, sheep. I don't want to hear your bleeding, the bleeding of the sheep. Just shut up and just be a good little global warming brown shirt Nazi. Don't question Big Brother. Don't question this Orwellian system that we're going into. The new climate data by NOAA scientists doubles the warming trend. The new climate data they have fudged, that they have created out of thin air, doubles the warming trend since the late 90, 1990s by adjusting the pre-hiatus temperatures, hiatus meaning a pause or a break, by adjusting the pre-hiatus temperatures downward and inflating temperatures in more recent years. I mean... It's like, it's like rewriting the history books. I mean, if the temperature was this on a given date, it was that temperature. No, it wasn't. It was actually a lot hotter than that in recent years. We just, because we say so. No, it was actually that temperature. You just lied and fudged the data and manipulated it upward to create your global warming lie model this is what they're doing newly corrected corrected oh now it's corrected because it was all it was all false before and updated global surface temperature data from noaa's national centers for environmental information do not support the notion of a global warming hiatus meaning that global warming hiatus that pause that we thought for that 15 years it never happened it was warming the whole time because we just lied about the data and created new data so you know because we say it 
because we say it is so. This was written by NOAA scientists in their, quote, study, presenting newly adjusted, corrected climate data. Well, thanks Satan for these devils that they're going to set us straight and, and give us all of this, this fudged, lied-about data that they created out of thin air. You know, thanks Satan for that. You know, some people say, thank God, well, we, you know, they, they should be thanking Satan. Who is their father? You know, of his lusts and of his works, they will do. He was a liar from the beginning. Well, what are they doing? They're lying. I can't even believe they're admitting this. To increase the rate in warming. This is what they're admitting. So, so in order to manipulate and fudge the data, to increase the rate of warming, to lie about this, what did the NOAA scientists do? Well, they put more weight on certain ocean buoy arrays and adjusted ship-based temperature readings upward. They just lied about the data, in other words. And slightly raised the land-based temperatures as well. Well, if it was 83 on a given day and wherever, no, it was actually 87. Why? Because we say so. Oh, so it's like common core curriculum, 2 plus 2 equals 5. Yes, now you're getting it. Whatever we say is the gospel truth. Now you submit, you little peon devil. You submit, you give in to Big Brother, and whatever we tell you, you believe. Even if it totally contradicts whatever. This is basically what they want. The, I mean, th this is total insanity. So this is how they're doing this, creating this, this um, farce. And then this also, this also came out this week. American universities made false claims promoting global warming to boost Obama rules. Because this is all about what Obama's trying to accomplish with the TPP, with Agenda 21. This is all going to feed into it. Our carbon footprint you know, reducing that and all of this other garbage, even though the, the, the trees need carbon dioxide to live. You know, it's this noxious, evil substance that, you know, is killing the world, according to them. An online search of EPA's websites revealed that Syracuse, Syracuse's Driscoll, who was previously involved as a principal investigator in global warming studies, received... Over 3.6 million in research grants from the EPA, who is behind fudging this global warming garbage. And then co-author Dallas Bertrand, a researcher at a think tank, Resources for the Future, had been involved in previous EPA grants, totaling almost 2 million. So again, you just follow the money. Who's getting paid off by the EPA or by the UN or whatever other thing? Who's Noah getting paid off by? Oh, I'm sure they're getting plenty of governmental mon money in order to, to cook the books and to fudge these statistics and create them out of thin air. They're doing the same thing here. Harvard co-author Jonathan Levy had been involved in over a $9.5 million worth of grants. These are all the sold-out devils that have done supposed studies proving global warming. Oh, I'm sure there's no hidden agenda there. They're just getting massive payoffs to the tune of multi-million dollar massive payoffs. I'm sure that that you know they're they're um you know their hearts in the right place, and, and obviously they're not uh you know they're good guys. 
Co-author Joel Schwartz, also of Harvard, has been previously involved in over $31 million worth of grants from the EPA. So here, here's all this money. You tell us what we want to hear. You manipulate some lie of a study, and we're going to pay you a king's ransom. Are we to believe that a group of researchers who had previously received some totaling $45 million in grants from the EPA, no doubt hoping for more in the future, could possibly not, quote, have any dog in the fight to prove global warming? And one of them actually even used that term. One of them, these guys that got at this multi-million says, I've got no dog in this fight. Oh, yeah, you, you don't have a dog in the fight. You only receive, like, you know, what, 31 million? <laughs> but you've got no dog in the fight. There's no motivation for you to lie. You're right. You're right. I believe you. Yeah. It's probably not necessary to ask how this slipped past the uh, incurious mainstream media. Oh, it, what, there's nothing nothing to see here but fire, the three-alarm fire uh, where, you know, every story is, is consumed in fire and there's people screaming out the window. Oh, there's nothing to see here. Just keep driving. Don't worry. That's basically what this is. The issue goes deeper than mere truth-telling. The EPA's controversial clean power plan hinges on the notion that shuttering coal plants will save lives. So they want to shut down all the coal plants because that creates industry, that creates jobs it's not near as risky as nuclear obviously do i think there's better yeah i do think there's better but the these coal plants the way they've got the scrubbers set up they're putting out very low emissions at this point whereas nuclear i mean we're seeing all of this garbage going on with fukushima it's probably going to annihilate the whole world if things were left unchecked and that's just one plant that's so much safer you know, annihilating the Pacific Ocean, creating gigantic dead zones. You know, hey, you know, hey. Cancer rates exploding wherever this radiation's falling. Killing off gigantic swaths of the whales and the dolphins and the fish and all of this stuff. That's ah, fine. It's all good. That's good. But these coal plants, oh, they're straight from, from the, you know, hooves of Satan. It's where they emanate from. No, the, the coal plants aren't doing enough to destroy the environment. They're, they're, they're not near risky enough. They're, they're, they create industry. It's, no, we can't have that. They're, they're you know, no. We, they've got to be demonized. So um, the EPA's controversial clean power plan hinges on the notion that shuttering coal plants will save lives. Oh, like they really care about saving lives when their agenda is to reduce world population by about 95%. According to the first commandment of the of the New World Order, Ten Commandments, um, at the Georgia Guidestones, reduce world population to 500 million. The EPA's um, okay. Then it says the EPA's proposed global warming plan ostensibly forces focuses on reducing carbon dioxide emissions from coal plants and elsewhere, and that would be I would imagine the cars. So you're going to have to have all of these probably like to your house where agenda 21 oh you got to have all your smart appliances you got to have all of this retrofitting you've got to have a smart uh, a smart meter you've got to have all the stuff in order to be compliant or coding oh okay well i guess i can't do that i'm gonna have to move out into a stack and pack housing or whatever in a governmental whatever because nobody will be able to afford it oh you can't be on the lake no no more private property ownership can't collect rainwater can't do any of that 
That's that's the brave. Oh, and then your your car. We're gonna have to have all kind of modifications done in this car. It's putting out way too much carbon dioxide. I think that's where where we're heading, where they would like this to head. I'm not saying this is gonna happen tomorrow, but this is exactly where they're they're bringing. It's all about control, power, manipulating humanity, and and absolutely annihilating them financially and health-wise too but the bulk of the alleged benefits of the plan actually arise from collateral projections of lives supposedly saved by reducing coal plant emissions even though they're, they're the scrubbers on the coal plants are just really super effective at, at this point and people are not dying like it's not like it was in the old days where they're just spewing pollution into the air unchecked they're actually saying that this is the main reason they're doing it because of the live save, reducing coal plant emissions related to particulate matter in ozone. As the EPA values each life saved at about $10 million. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. They want to kill us off, as I said, to the tune of about a 95% population reduction. And yet, they're so concerned about saving one life, which they value at $10 million. The claim that, that the rules will save 6,600 lives per year puts, I'm surprised it wasn't 666 lives per year, puts the rules' alleged benefits on the order of 66 billion per year. So a lot of 66 there, yeah. Isn't that funny? So the, the alleged benefits, because of each, each life is valued at 10 million, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit the world of 66 billion per year. Which is, again, another just arbitrary, lied, made-up figure out of fairy tale land that they just came up with. This, this figure that they're supposedly quoting of $66 billion per year savings is far in excess of in industry projections of the rules cost. These EPA claims, however, are controversial to say the least. A compelling alternate view is that no lives will be saved because for one reason, EPA's own extensive clinical research shows that particulate matter in ozone and outdoor air do not kill anyone. Just lies heaped upon lies is basically what, what you're, you're facing in today's brave new world. Um, and then we've got this last week, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse says, use the RICO laws, the, the racketeering laws, to prosecute global warming skeptics like me or you if, if you don't believe in global warming. That's right. A sitting U.S. senator is suggesting using RICO laws, they should be applied to global warming skeptics. So everybody needs to be locked up. You know, that, that would dare dispute global warming. What kind of animals are we? This is how serious they are about this. This UN thing that, that the Pope's going to be speaking at this year to give the keynote address, it's all going to be on keen on global warming. This is, this is the, the, um, really the, the main gasoline that they're going to try to use to fuel this Agenda 21 agenda. A lot, the excuse they'll use is the global warming excuse because we've got to save Mother Gaia because she's becoming really, really um, grieved and we've got to purge the planet of these billions and we've got to just 
you know, give up everything. We got to go to communal housing and stack and pack and, and, and move everybody out of the country into these urban sprawling cities and, you know, vaccinate everybody to the gills and just kill them off quicker because it's not happening quick enough. That's what we're talking about here. Courts have been defining RICO down um, down for some time and in ways that aren't particularly helpful. In 1994, the Supreme Court ruled RICO, which is these racketeering statutes, could be applied to pro-life advocates, activists, on the grounds that interstate commerce can be affected even when the organization being targeted, in this case it would be Planned Parenthood, doesn't have economic motives. Oh, because we all know Planned Parenthood has no economic motive at all. Not at all. That's why when they when they get the, the, the girls in there, they lie to them and, and try to get them apart from their parents and, and try to get them to have abortions behind their parents' backs and, and will do every nasty, sneaky, underhanded trick in order to get them to abort that baby so they can make that money and they can have their sacrifice to Satan because so many of those people that own those facilities are Wiccan witches or just flat-out witches or high-level occultists. They're literally viewing every baby aborted as an occult human sacrifice. And I bet you the people making the contraceptives that people are taking, particularly the oral birth control that women are taking, like I said before, are doing the same thing. Where's that all coming from? The pharmacia in, in industry. They're the ones making that stuff. And Satan's laughing all the way to the wherever. Because he's getting his human sacrifices just all over the planet in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. The most risky place to possibly be on planet Earth is the womb. Over 1 billion abortions since they started keeping statistics back in wherever when, when abortion became legal. Way over 1 billion and who knows how many more with, uh, with the contraceptives. Who knows? It could exceed the, the population of the planet. Well, no, it couldn't. No, yeah, it could. You know why? Because if somebody's on contraceptives and, and the oral kind and they're having dozens of, of aborted babies from doing the contraceptions over time, well, those all count in God's eyes. But I didn't know about it. That's why my, the Bible says my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. So when you're exposed to true knowledge like that, and do your own homework, the, the information's out there, and you keep doing it in defiance of God, well, then he will reject you at some point. I mean, isn't that what 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 is all about? You know, for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They received not the love of the truth. It doesn't even say they didn't receive the gospel. Now, obviously, the gospel is the most important truth, but they had no true love for the truth as well. Well, I got saved, and I had a love for that truth, but I don't have love for any other kind of truth. I'll, I'll, I'll accept the gospel, but every other thing I'm just going to embrace lies. Well, really doesn't work that way, according to the Bible. You need to have a love for the truth, period. Not just in what you want to believe. And again, vet it. Check it out. Um, search those things out. Be like the Bereans searching these things out to see if they be so. Because what does it say about the Bereans? They were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They were considered noble because they sought these things out. They weren't being destroyed for lack of knowledge. They weren't, um, the Bible says not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. 
Do you know how many ways Satan is getting advantage of the average, quote, Christian in today's day and age, and they're totally unaware? That's ultimately, I'm not saying that if a person's saved, that God wouldn't extend any kind of grace to them, but you can still be destroyed for lack of knowledge, even though you're not aware of it. And they might be bringing gigantic curses on their lives and wondering why their lives so messed up when it was because of some of the things I've just mentioned now. There's a lot of ways. There's all kind of traps and snares of the devil, especially in today's day and age. It's just a fact of life. It's the most challenging time to ever live as a Christian. There's more snares, more... And I, I wish it wasn't that way. That's why this ministry exists. To try... And, and who knows how many things I'm missing. And I'm not saying it because I, I think I'm Mr. Smarty Pants. I've got everything figured out. But I've been doing this a long time at this point. And, and, and I've learned... I learn stuff every week that's humbling, that I didn't know. You know, and I think that's why we all, us all as Christian Christians staying humble before God is so important because he will reveal things to the humble. He gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. So that's why I think this is all so important. So let's go ahead and go further here. Uh, geoengineering, a clear and present danger. The video presentation was done in Northern California. Uh, November 21st of last year, 2014, it's a wake-up call. Through, though there are countless forms of damage to the earth from global elite activities, climate engineering is mathematically the greatest single source. See, they're the ones doing the damage, okay, to the environment. And particularly from a from the uh, atmospheric standpoint, the well, the biggest way they're doing damage is all of the obvious chemtrailing they're doing every day, you know. They're literally terraforming the planet. They're geoengineering the planet. Every bit of their agenda is wicked and evil. It's all about defiling God's earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. Well, Satan doesn't like that, so he wants to defile the earth. He wants to shake his fist at God. And, and, and this is one of the ways that, that he's doing it through um, chemtrailing. It is the epitome of human insanity to do this. Our society has been very well trained to turn two blind eyes to the big picture and to simply spend their time and energies only in their own pursuit of personal pleasures. Now, this guy's not a Christian doing this presentation. I don't agree with every single thing he says. We're not going to listen to the whole presentation, but about the first 20 minutes. Okay, but and he does use the D-A-M-N word uh, a couple different times. I tried to edit out the one... So I'm just telling you that that is the case. He doesn't like, you know, he's, it's usually, I don't, they don't give a D-A-M-N, that type of thing. Um, so I'm just warning you there. But I thought what he said here was important enough to cover because he gets into a lot of, of things. He does a, a really good summation process of, of a lot of the things that we're, we're facing here. Again, my name is Dane Wigginton again with the website geoengineeringwatch.org and the purpose of our site is to give credible, <laughs> verifiable data to the public and to activists so that we might wake others up as well. It's our responsibility to wake them up because they're not waking up on their own. Clearly, we know that at this point. I never wanted this job. I'm not politically oriented. I'm not. He, he's speaking to a room of uh, looks like a packed house and some type of, of uh, little auditorium 
uh, that, that he's in. And in the background, he's got like a power presentation going on, and it shows the time lapse, and it shows the chemtrail planes going overhead in their grid pattern when normal commercial planes would never fly in that way. I mean, they're not going to crisscross one another, make big X's in the skies. You're going to see planes pretty much flying the same routes. They're not going to be those types of, of trails that a normal commercial trail uh, plane would leave is a con, con trail. Okay, it's a vapor trail. And normally what you'll see in that, jet flying, and you'll see the, the trail, and then you'll see it dissipate and disappear. Chemtrails did the exact opposite. It's literal, this powder, this micro, nanoparticle-sized powder that they're putting out that's aluminum nanoparticles, barium nanoparticles, um, ethylene dibromide, which is an unleaded gas additive, and other stuff that they're putting in there to literally... Um, uh, get this stuff into our lungs there's 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 nanoparticles so who knows what kind of nefarious agenda and get that into our bodies and get it into the soil which is going to ultimately kill off the plant and animal life it's going to ultimately cause the colony collapse of the bees and these and yet they're acting like they're so concerned about the earth mother gaia dying because of global warming when they're the ones killing off the planet Okay, so I just, I want to point out at every step of the way, the absolute, total, utter hypocrisy of this satanic cabal that is doing this to us, spraying us like cockroaches every day. An activist, but quite simply, with my background with Bechtel Power and the renewable energy industry, my, my home was on the cover of the world's largest renewable energy magazine. When I moved to the Pacific Northwest thinking I would find clean air, and seeing these trails above that were blocking, in some cases, 60, 70, 80% of my solar uptake, clearly something was going on. And research led me to this subject. I began testing water. Did not want to find these toxic heavy metals, but I did. And ever-increasing... Now, and again, if you want to know what this looks like in, like, accelerated time, watch this video. And um, you can even put it on, uh, like, I think it has a 1040 high definition. And you can watch... And see how these things are sprayed and, and, and how they billow out over time and how they become just part of the overcast haze. And this is what they're designed to do is create this overcast um, uh, haze over wherever they're being sprayed. And this is, the, this is the main way they're creating this drought right now in California. They're literally going ahead of any front that's coming into California and they're doing these chemtrails on purpose so that they're not getting any water. So, they're, again, what is it all about? Order out of chaos. Okay, they're creating their new world order out of the chaos they're creating. In this case, they're using the chemtrails to create this massive drought in California so they can come and impose all kind of more restrictions and become and say, oh, well, we're doing this for your own good. We, we're doing all these draconian things for your own good. We have to take away this and we have to restrict that. And, and it's really their big beta test in America to see what they can get away with. Amounts. I'm in this fight because my children have no future if we don't stop this. And even if we stop this, we faced immense challenges, immense. But this is the battle that we must win. Henry David Thoreau said, Thank God men cannot fly, or they would lay waste to the sky as they have done to the earth. That is now reality. Many days our skies look like something from another planet. And it's not just the horizon to horizon trails. On an otherwise clear day, there is even more climate engineering going on above the clouds on days like today. And we know this because it's coming down in the rain. We're not speculating. We have 70-plus lab tests in Northern California alone, lab tests from all over the globe. We've seen single rain events 
as high as 3,450 parts per billion of aluminum. That's an escalation of 50,000% from our original baseline. There's a mountain of metals raining down. So in other words, they're accelerating their agenda, putting all of these metals, aluminum being one of the main thing, things that causes Alzheimer's and, and causes um, your brain to basically malfunction, causes cancer, and a, a, a host of other things. So again, it's very important. And then to also get this aluminum into the soil because it creates a soil that plants cannot grow in. Uh, eventually, if you get these heavy metals to a high enough concentrations in the soils, and they're measuring this stuff through lab tests, nothing will end up being able to grow, except like if you're Monsanto and you have your aluminum ready, and they literally have these aluminum-compliant Terminator Roundup ready, meaning you can spray the gly glyphosate Roundup on the plants and they won't die, Frankenstein Terminator seeds, meaning they only last one time, and then you got to go back to Monsanto to buy your GMO Franken seeds so you can plant the next year. And they've literally got these seeds now that are they can be grown in this alu high aluminum soil um, uh, content soil environment, whereas a lot of other seeds can't grow in it. This is how sick, <laughs> I mean, uh, of an agenda that we're dealing with here. And all of us. So it's up to us, again to make people help people to look up, to get past their denial, to understand what's going on, because we're all part of a grand and lethal experiment. This is not speculation. Again, we have government documents dating back to the 40s that state with no ambiguity the scope and scale of these programs going back that far. 80-page presidential documents posted on geoengineeringwatch.org. What is geoengineering for those that are not yet familiar with this issue? Geoengineering is climate manipulation on a global scale. It's the attempt to manipulate Earth's life support systems. It involves a number of various layers. The largest and most visible, of course, is the saturation of the atmosphere with reflective light-scattering metallic particles. This is called solar radiation management, stratospheric aerosol geoengineering, stratospheric aerosol injection, and it's imperative to use the climate the, it's chemtrails, is what he's in reference to. Uh, the science terms. Many people want to use the chemtrails term. I'm not phobic of that term, but that term leads nowhere. And the mainstream media insists on using that term. I just got... Meaning, if you're trying to argue on a public debate venue, that term would not get you anywhere because you would just be a conspiracy theorist. They would discredit because that's... That term is supposedly in synonymous in conjunction with conspiracy theories, and you're a nutcase, so tinfoil hat wearing kind of kind of dude or or gal. An interview request from PBS, and in that interview request, they made it clear they don't want to talk about climate engineering, they don't want to talk about geoengineering or solar radiation management. They want to talk about chemtrails because they want to marginalize this issue. CBS interviewed me, same story. Same story with mainstream media hitman David Pakman, insisting on using the chemtrails term. Use the science terms, will gain much more traction. About 150 patents exist on this issue. They don't give patents if there's not a functional process going on. We have proof, so much proof, if people would choose to, to look. It's imperative to gain traction on this issue also that people understand they must stand on credible data. So those that think, and many of them in our own movement, that the climate is not damaged, 
that if climate engineering stopped, everything would go back to normal. This is not reality. It's simply not reality. A lot of things have damaged our planet, and there's no rationally denying that we have been very poor stewards of our planet. That being said, the single greatest mathematical effect in the Earth's climate system today is climate engineering, and there's no legitimate discussion of the climate without including climate engineering first and foremost. We have, with the geoengineering, weather warfare. This, this is part of climate engineering as well. We have a historical record of this going on, again, going back to the late 40s. We know that cyclonic suppression is not only possible, but being done. This is hurricane suppression and hurricane augmentation. We saw cyclonic... Augmentation being they're creating them. Okay, now they've had this technology... Uh, like going back all the way into the 60s, I believe. I, I gave the quote in my Avion Flu presentation by, I think it was Senator Claiborne Pell, about they've, you know, had this ability to create earthquakes, hurricanes, you know, to create them, to dissipate them, to create earthquakes. I mean, you name it, they can do it. They have that technology. And so that, that's, that's existed for, for decades. Don Haiyan last year in the Philippines cut a swath through that island nation, and now the U.S. military is there under humanitarian pretext, but now they're setting up bases. Same thing happened in Pakistan. Same thing in Thailand. Thailand refused the U.S. a military base that they told Thailand was for weather monitoring. The Thai government apparently knew it was for weather manipulation. They refused the base. Thailand immediately found itself underneath record floods. So, so in other words, they create these, these, these problems, the order out of chaos, so that they'll have an excuse to say, oh, well, we, we're going to come in from this humanitarian thing, from this big natural disaster that we just created because you didn't let us come in. Now we're going to punish you by creating this natural disaster. Then you'll have no choice but to let us in. And once we get our, our slimy tentacles into your country, then we're going to stay there. We're going to set up shop, and now we're going to start controlling your country as well. That's, unfortunately, the, the uh, slimy aspect of, our, of, the, of the American government that is doing this all over the world. On the snow end, which was brought up earlier, we know and have proof of chemical ice nucleation for snowstorms. The Chinese government stated it openly. Mainstream media covered it. For any who care to look, Google Chinese scientists create artificial snowstorms. The Chinese government openly admitted this till they did a billion dollars worth of damage to Beijing. A billion with a B. So we know this is going on, and when you have climate engineering, you cannot separate that from biological warfare. You cannot. So we have a climate science community that is either clinically blind, in total denial, or lying for a paycheck. How can you have the largest scientific panel in human history, the IPCC, 2,000 climatologists, that cannot recognize this atrocity in our skies. How is that possible? So the, the degree to which academia has been hijacked and compromised is, is hard to believe at this point. It's up to us to put this train back on the tracks. Why? People ask why. Why would they do this? It doesn't take a lot of consideration to answer this question. It's about power and control. It's always been about power and control. Until we say no, it will always be about power and control. Weather warfare I've mentioned, this is 
a tool by which the power structure can win wars without firing a shot. And we have leaders of nations on the floor of the UN stating that their country is being droughted out by NATO weather modification programs. This is fact, absolute fact. Our media does not cover any of this. And those that think that the climate can't be manipulated simply have not done their research. We know from 1992, Mount Pinatubo, a, a not so significant eruption, made 1992 by 50% the lowest rainfall year ever recorded. What happens when you put thousands of aircraft in the air 24-7, dumping, and this is a stated goal by the climate engineers, by the way, dumping 20 million tons, 20 million tons of aluminum nanoparticles into the atmosphere annually? Nobody mentions the fallout. In fact, I, I have a video footage of myself. At a and again, I think this is why it's important to pray against these chemtrail planes, the, this program, the people giving the orders, the flight crews, the ground crews, the, 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 um, everybody associated with this. Okay, to pray. I mean, if it be possible, their souls be saved. But from what I've read, a lot of these guys could care less. They're totally indifferent. They know what they're doing. I'm not saying they all do, but a lot of the, the reports I've gotten back is they don't care. They could care less. I mean, I think that in order for somebody to do this, you'd have to be a really callous, evil individual, for the most part, to be in part of a chemtrail program. I'm not saying that's the case every time. I'm not saying they haven't duped a lot of people. But I'm saying for the most part, from, from the feedback I've gotten, is, is these people are evil that are doing this. And um, so... It's something to, to literally really think about and put on your prayer list. International Geoengineering Conference with the most recognized geoengineer on the planet, David Keith, admitting on the record he had done no study. They have done no study with dumping 20 million tons of aluminum nanoparticulates. When I asked him about any study, his first answer was, well, there's a lot of particulates in the atmosphere, a little bit more won't hurt. Paraphrase, that's what he said. And when I cornered him as to those particulates... Mr. Keith, are not aluminum. And he said, let me be more careful. Have we studied aluminum? No. Could terrible things happen tomorrow? We don't know. So how does it feel to be a lab rat? They don't know and they don't care. And that's where we're at. So again, why are they doing this? Power and control, weather warfare, weather trading derivatives. We have... And again, this is a big reason I always emphasize when I do a lot of the health things, is detoxification of the body. Okay, because they're trying to kill you every possible way they can try to kill you, basically, without coming and putting a gun to your head. They're they're doing it. Okay, it's it's like a thousand different cuts. So you having a, a a body that is detoxified, ongoing detoxification is what I do. I mean, I'm doing some form of detoxing every day, just because. And I'm not saying you got to go that far, but let, hey, they're trying to kill us every day. Even if you're eating organic, I mean, they're still chemtrailing. If you're outside, you're even getting way more of a dose, you know. So those types of things, keeping the, you know, the liver and the gallbladder clean. The the one that I got, the, the if, if I had somebody come and say, well, I want to just do a whole body. Well, Standard Process makes one called SP Cleanse. And that one is basically 20, I think 20 or 21 different whole foods and herbs that basically go in and, and they hit about every system of the body. And then they hit blood, lymph, liver, colon. It's not a dedicated liver gallbladder cleanse, but it hits kidney. A little bit of everything in one capsule, okay? And you take a higher dosage because it's so much in one. 
but generally speaking, I tell people at least do three bottles of SP Cleanse, especially if you've, if you've never done a cleanse. Now, I'm not saying there's not other good things at health food stores. I'm telling you about what I know as far as a whole body cleanse. That's probably about the best direction I could point you in. But I'm sure that they've got some at health food stores too that, that could probably move you in a similar direction. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's super important to to um, to cleanse, particularly in this day and time and age we live in. Defense contractors like Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, literally part of a gaming casino on Wall Street that trade weather derivatives. So they literally make money on wherever the disasters happen. This is going on right now. We've verified this again and again. We've posted some of the weather derivatives trading organizations. We've posted their, their data. We have so they're, they're just like war, they're literally making a killing off these weather derivatives and wherever they have these natural disasters where weather's involved, these wicked, evil, satanic companies are, are making billions, most likely. The, the global elite and the bankers involved with this. Now, everybody asks, who? Who's doing this? Who's doing everything? Who prints the money? That's the bottom line. It all goes back to the money. Our military is not run by some elected official who's here for the common good. The train is completely off the rails. And we'd better realize that and bring it to light because we're all in a Thelma and Louise moment. If any of you know what that is, we're through the guardrails. And the next stop is the bottom of the canyon. We'd better wake up fast and set our priorities. If we can't bring this to light, we're going to have nothing left to salvage soon. Who else is involved with this? China, Russia, in collaboration. There's strategic differences, but we know they're collaborating. Even though they're fighting at the surface, they're collaborating behind the scenes. Obama just got back from China. Why was he there? It's not about reducing carbon credits. They don't give a damn about carbon credits. And I'm not an Al Gore fan, by the way, or carbon credits. Al Gore is a part of the establishment. His hypocrisy can barely be comprehended. But there is collusion behind the scenes, and we know this because we've had pictures. We found a picture from 1968, Soviet climate modification scientists in the U.S. touring U.S. climate modification facilities at the height of the Cold War. So we know there is collusion. The G20 meeting in Brisbane that many of you know is going on, or it just went on, and it was stated that the main subject of discussion was the climate. And this is again collusion. There is no question these countries are at the same thing. China openly announced it. Many of you might remember during the Olympics, China said, don't worry, we won't let it rain. And anybody who don't, doesn't think they have this power, they do. But you can point this out to officials and they don't care because the only thing they're concerned about is protecting their paycheck. Now, so we know some of the players involved. We have NATO, China, Russia. Those are the big players. But many ask, and this is a question that so many struggle with, why would they do this? Why would they do this to themselves? And this is a stumbling block for a lot of people because they just can't answer this question. They can't fathom why those in power would do this to themselves. But how many examples, I would ask, do we need of them doing this to themselves? How many examples? Detonation of over 2,000 nuclear weapons on planet Earth. Every life form is contaminated with strontium-90. 
from these detonations. They went down and blew up pristine South Seas Islands, set up ships as if they were toys. In one case, almost 200 fully functional warships were blown apart with animals strapped to the surface. We're not dealing with sane people here. Let's go to more current examples. Uh, all, all of this stuff happened. I mean, you can. there's whole documentaries on this after World War II, all the nukes that they set off in the, uh, in, in like, there's, there's areas like, um, you know, Micronesia and Fiji and all those things where, I mean, and, and not only just there, obviously we had a whole bunch of tests here as well and elsewhere. How about depleted uranium in the Gulf of Mex or the, uh, the Gulf War, excuse me. For those that don't know what that is, it's what our weapons are tipped with. So do the people at the Pentagon care about our own troops? They tell us to. They tell us to support our wounded warriors, and I respect the military. Make no mistake, I respect the military. I volunteered to rehab Vietnam vets for a long time. But those in the Pentagon don't give a damn, so we had Gulf War Syndrome, 180,000 troops that came home sickened from depleted uranium. They don't care. Those areas of the planet where this ammunition was used are contaminated forever. If you doubt that, go to the internet, key in Beyond Treason, and then maybe depleted uranium. But Beyond Treason, you'll probably be able to view it on YouTube. And that, that walks you through the whole thing, the whole travesty that they, that they did to the troops and, and most likely continue to still do. The total consequences of climate engineering are so incredibly expansive it's, it's difficult to cover it all. Climate engineering is shredding the ozone layer. Corey went over a little bit of that. And we know this. We know we're not being told the actual readings because we're metering it. I posted today on our site film footage of me using state-of-the-art meters on camera to show the readings. We're seeing UVB levels that are as much as a thousand percent higher than we're being told. We're told by all major agencies that no more than five percent of all incoming UV should be UVB and no UVC. We're getting slight UVC readings on the surface, which we're told stops a hundred thousand feet up, and we're getting UVB readings that are sixty percent of incoming UVB. It's burning the bark off of trees. Drive around, look at Costco, Walmart, Look at some of those trees, and then you'll hear people say, oh, it's the park. This is what the officials have told us. It's the reflection off the parking lot. Well, how come it wasn't that way 10 years ago? And how come it's that way in the woods? Is there a parked car out there somewhere with a reflection off the windshield? I mean, this is the kind of answer we get from our, quote, public officials. So we have a shredded ozone layer. We have a disrupted hydrological cycle. I was in Gavin Newsom's office. The ozone, if it's doing its job correctly, will filter out a lot of the, um, the UV ultraviolet light. You got UVA, B, and C. Think of B kind of for burning. And now what they're saying is because they've thinned the ozone layer so much, most likely due to all this chemtrailing, and, and who knows, like with HARP and Scalar, I'm not sure, that they've created this unnatural environment where there are a lot of these rays that normally would have never got through or getting through, which would obviously end up killing off a lot of the plants more and killing you a lot quicker too. Lieutenant Governor, with his aid, on February 9th of this year, presented data to he and his aide. Irrefutable data, satellite imagery of grid pattern spraying off of our coast. Two and two equals four. When you aerosolize the storm track, you disrupt the hydrological cycle. I told Gavin at that date, if this continued, we would, could, we would progress into the worst drought the state's ever. Okay, so what he just said is you aer aerosolize the storm track. The storm's coming. 
you aerosolize it with the chemtrails and you disrupt it you 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 basically abate it okay so they're abating these storms like that are going into california and creating this gigantically huge drought on purpose and it's it's shown over and over whenever you have a storm moving into california or whatever off the coast in the from the pacific they're they're chemtrailing ahead of it they're killing the storm so so california can't get any rain had I'm not looking into a crystal ball. Again, this is a two and two equals four. We have the science data to back this up. What happens when you put aerosols in the atmosphere? They don't care. Their paycheck is coming from the same people who are behind all this. The same people, again, back to the insanity question. One more issue in that front. Fukushima may kill us all. And at the same time, Obama just approved $6.5 to build some more nuke plants in Georgia. So... Again, it's important to understand we're not dealing with sanity in any way, shape, or form. So the effects of climate engineering, the hydrological cycle, toxified soils, waters, and we're seeing species extinction rate that are completely off the charts. We have fires. We have boreal forests burning down around the globe. In fact, Siberia is losing about 100 million acres a year. Try to get your arms around that. Canada lost 600% more forest to forest fires this year than the 30-year norm, which is already high. The boreal forests are not producing oxygen as they should and would because we have an intense UV, we have toxic rain, we have a lack of precipitation. So instead of being a carbon sink and absorbing carbon, they're now a carbon source. Global oxygen content is plummeting. We have plankton decline. Plankton is 50% of the Earth's oxygen content. So Every breath we take is also laden with these materials. So this is the... And then you have Fukushima killing off all the sea life and the plankton, which again, he's, he's saying, which is putting out 50% of the oxygen on the planet. So, hey, F Fukushima alone, you know, it, it, it is enough to just create unbelievably horrific problems in the world. Bottom line, there is nothing in the web of life that's not horrifically affected by climate engineering. Earth is now a toxic planet. There's no question about this. You can't hide from this. In fact, the only uncontaminated body of water on the planet is Lake Vostok in Antarctica because it's below a mile of ice. That's it. Nothing is uncontaminated, but the greatest single source is, again, climate engineering. All roads lead back to climate engineering. Why are the bees dying off? Colony collapse disorder. And I've spoken to the head bee people in the country, but they won't look. A lot of people in academia, I'm sorry to say, I don't put all of them in this category because we have some very courageous people here tonight, but a lot of them feel they know it all. And it's hard to add to a cup that's already full. So what? Pride goeth before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. Okay, Bees are collapsing. You've got the glyphosate being sprayed on the fields that the bees are trying to pollinate. They're GMO seeds. They're franken food. It's messing the bees all up. Then you have the cell phone towers. You have harp. You have scalar, which is causing their little their little um, ability to hone in on things, and their and 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 their little brains is causing them to um, just go haywire essentially with with the bees. Then you've got the chemtrails, which are 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 you know aluminizing and bury, putting barium in the soil, creating um, toxic plants. It's 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 getting into the bees. It's getting into the hives. I mean, and again, why would they want to kill off the bees? Well, you got to have the bees, you have to have the pollinators for the plants to grow, and if they can kill off the bees, then the plants can grow, and then humanity all die. 
basically is what they want. They just want death and destruction. Even though it's going to end, end up killing them in the end as well. They don't care. They're just insane madmen that are at the helm here. Why are the bees dying a thousand miles into the wilderness? They're looking at a chemical, and chemicals are bad. But why are the bees dying a thousand miles into the wilderness? We have a study from 2010. A thousand whales from the most remote places on the planet that had, quote, jaw-dropping levels of aluminum in their tissue. There is nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide from this. How many have already died? How many people have already died as a direct result of these programs? Respiratory mortality in the continental U.S. from 2005 to 2010 went from eighth on the list of mortality to third. That's an astronomical amount of people. How many people have asthma? Alzheimer's. I mean, thank you, Mr. Chemtrail. Respiratory fatalities going up from eight to three on the kill list? Lung cancer, things of this nature, gone off this charts. Well, they've upped the ante on the chemtrails, and it's cumulative as well. You know, the, the chickens are coming home to roost. You reap what you sow. A lot of these people that have been exposed to all this stuff for all these years in their lung fields because you breathe, well, now they're going to be dropping dead, or they have dropped dead. The list goes on and on. I'll get to that more in a moment, but this is the gift of the global elite. And as long as we take it, they'll continue to dish it up. Again, the consequences to our health, I listed some of the ailments. We also have Alzheimer's. By the way, the Alzheimer's Association, about a month ago, refused to sell me a $500 sponsorship for their event because they told me in no uncertain terms they did not want me talking about aluminum being connected to Alzheimer's. Now, Because they don't care about the truth. All they care about is the money keeping rolling in any of these these satanic charities like Susan B. Komen and American Cancer Society, American Heart, they're all, they're all they are, are damage control. They're just a pill for your pockets. They're going to do nothing to ultimately fix the problems. They're going to do everything in the world to perpetuate it so they can keep making the money and you can keep believing the lie, whatever they're trying to feed you. I think everybody in the room probably knows there's a connection. We have peer-reviewed science study that says there's a connection, but they would not allow me to sponsor because they didn't want me to talk about that, and they certainly didn't want me to talk about the fact that we have a verifiable aluminum contamination all over the globe, especially here in Shasta County, which we verified over and over. So we did a little research and found out that elements of the aluminum industry sponsor the Alzheimer's Association. What a surprise. So this is what we have at every level, at every Devils. level. The fox is literally running the hen house, and we will all pay the price if we continue. Autism. We've gotten statistics recently from MIT. Now... Within 10 years on the current trajectory, one in two children will have autism. This is from MIT. This is not from some fringe group. One in two. We've gone from one in 5,000 in 1975, one in 10,000 in 1965, one in 5,000, one in 47 today. That's a 10,000% increase in 39 years. And now we're talking about one in two? We can't survive like that. On the current trajectory, the, the biosphere won't survive even that long if we don't deal with this. Extinction. Again, 200 species of plant and animal going extinct today. That's 10,000 times background extinction. Fish populations crashing around the globe. Tuna populations down 97%. Global pelagic fish populations down 95%. Many have seen the fish kills that are happening around that they just can't figure out what it is. Okay, so that's all I have for this part. I've got an end part, uh, I guess, two here, and we will go to part three next. God bless you.